but you just got cooler. Do you feel cool? Feels I, great. Now. I always feel cool, but sorry. <laughs> I just no. Earlier we were hot, and I was just like sitting, and I was like, uh, I feel the breeze. No, I feel the same. in culture this is gordon and this is clint and how you doing clint not too bad i'm really warm we were just talking about this but we're recording in a new location and uh way to turn off the fans because you guys could hear it and it's really obnoxious so it's really hot right now we are suffering for, for you. you yeah it's just another part of the podcast you know it's just trying to really exemplify what we're talking about yeah yeah we <laughs> bear these crosses yeah for those that we love, which which are y'all. Aw, cheesy. How are you doing? I'm uh, okay. Been a crazy roller coaster of a week. Yeah, you lost your car for a little bit, and then now your computer's messed up. Yeah, so I had car issues earlier this week with it. We talked about it on the yeah, last podcast. But I did take it in to get an alignment two days ago and found out that I'll need to do $2,000 worth of work before no. they can align it. So seriously, that's where I'm at with my car. And then I just took my computer in and he can fix it. He's like, it's not a problem, but he's like, but I don't see your hard drive. Was there anything important on there? And I was like, um, I mean, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was on there. Kind of everything yeah. ever was on there. Cause it's my only laptop I've ever had. Wow. So. But it'll be fixed tomorrow. And I mean, I, honestly, at this point, I just need a computer that works. Yeah, you don't realize how much you use a laptop in like ministry until you don't have it. Yeah. Man, I... Or oh, just really anything. I would be lost. <laughs> I have everything on my, my iPad. So I think if I didn't have that, I'd be completely lost. Yep. So that, then I've been without a fridge for yeah. almost a full week now. It's been exactly seven days, which means... I've just been eating poorly because right. I usually cook, but right? But you I don't usually cook a lot, or I don't cook like just a portion. I can't like store the leftovers or other things. So instead of cooking, I figured I'll just buy stuff while I'm out. And the only thing that's cheap to buy that's not groceries is fast food. Yeah, so can... which still adds up. It does, but I've been eating like McChickens and chicken nuggets. Oh my gosh. Someone please come help this man. You get three McChickens for three dollars. <laughs> you get twenty chicken nuggets for three fifty. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. Yeah, there's no way that's real chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! That's uh, it's a pretty wild week. So, without your computer, have you just been like not working or just no, trying to do I other mean, stuff? I've been doing it on my phone. Oh my gosh. Like emails and then yeah. taking notes that way or or old school and just like writing it down, you know, picking up books rather than the Is internet even and figure legal? stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I planned a youth night with books, like a catechism, a Bible, and a piece of paper. Wow. Back to the roots. <laughs> Welcome to the the nineteenth century. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's awesome. That, that, I feel like you're probably less distracted that way, though, too. Because I don't know about that's you. That's probably true. But I typically when I get bored working on work stuff, even if I'm working at home, I just like jump away and like, oh, I'm going to look up this random Yeah, thing. I mean, I think I'm finding new at, like facets of my phone <laughs> to distract me. Oh, I haven't checked the settings yet today. I should probably go through those. What's my battery life like? For real. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, this is the Christian Culture. If you want to find us, you can find us on Twitter at On the Adventure Two, Facebook, the Christian Culture, YouTube. We can find all of our episodes there at the Christian Culture. And if you want to find everything else, go ahead and check out our website, thechristianculture.com. You can find all the places where you can listen to us. Which you're already doing, so you've already figured out at least one of them. Well, you're not. Welcome. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> what if they've never heard of us before? Then how are they listening? Because they found us. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> what have you been taking in this week? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess no computer. Well, no, I've, actually, that's not true. I've been listening to a lot of music, mm-hmm. naturally, and the three things I've been listening to a ton is the Joker soundtrack. Oh. Uh, not the score, but like the actual music they played in it. Okay. Which is really funny because I'm like jamming out and like dancing and like... Just and, like he does in the movie? Sometimes. And then... <laughs> And then questioning, like, if I should be dancing and, like, really amped when I'm listening to this music. Yeah. Did you know the scene where he, like, dances in his underwear in the bathroom? That was completely... I told you Unscripted? Did you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, there you go. (laughs) I did know that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm losing it. Oh, what else? I've been listening to Gangs of Youth a ton, which is... We're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. And then I've been listening to Sales. Have you heard of that band? No. Have you I, I know of, Sale by AWOL Nation. Have you heard of Chairlift? No. So I remember Chairlift when I was in high school. And Sales is the female singer because it was like a guy and a girl. And there's like a... Do you, are you on like TikTok or whatever that is? No. <laughs> Do you ever see those videos? I know, I know what TikTok is. Do you know that song? It's, it's like, fine for... I see you at the movies. Yeah, that's, that's them. That's them. Okay. And for some reason, that song's like popular now, right now, even though it's, it's on like TikTok. even though it's like three, four years old. So I've been hearing that song. And I'm like, it's kind of catchy. I want to check it out. And I downloaded that album and then like their newest album, and they're great. I think they're great. I've been listening to them a lot. It's a shame I didn't listen to them in like high school because like I can't really relate to their angsty lyrics now. But in right. high school, it's like this was. My life all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I, I went to a high school football game last night and there was like the drum line was performing after, after halftime and everything. Right. And I couldn't help but think of the picture that you showed us with your mohawk. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this was Gordon. That was me. It's such angst. It's all good. I like it. So I listened to one song that I thought was actually pretty decent. Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber put out a song called 10,000 Hours. I listened to it like twice, but it was it was decent, so I'll probably give that another shot too. And then I've been watching Star Wars Rebels, the animated Star Wars show. It's actually within the canon of actual Star Wars But history. it's not... Isn't there another Star Wars animated series too? I think there's three of them. Okay. So there's Clone Wars. That's the one I'm thinking of. Rebels... And then I think there's another one that I don't know about. Okay. And then I've watched part of the musical Firebringer, which is the one that we were talking about in last week's episode. I've just been like obsessing with uh, Star Kid theater in the last week. It's been kind of ridiculous, but their stuff is just hilarious. So it's all on YouTube. Yeah. It's like they have it for free on their website or on YouTube and stuff. So Hmm. most of the shows, not all of them. Right, right. But they apparently had this big reunion this summer. And so they have like everyone over the course of their eight years, I think, who was on uh, Star Kids come back and perform like their top shows and stuff. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So some of those videos were up to. So I watched some of that stuff. Basically that. And then I've been trying to listen to Gang of Youth to prepare for today. And there's a lot there. So there's I'm hoping so you can open it up a little bit more than i could so nope nope all right well this is gonna be a really boring episode then thanks for coming guys <laughs> yeah no we can yeah that's a segue enough i feel like sure let's do it gang of youths gang of youths well this, um, this is going to be not just a single song we're going to be trying to no, do the majority of an album half i guess okay yeah it's more of like their album through and through so they're an australian band They've listened to the previous episode on The Joker. I mentioned they opened for Mumford & Sons. Mm -hmm. And that's why I kind of started listening to them and got into them a ton. And they're guys that met in Australia at like a Hillsong church. Yeah, youth group. Youth group. But as a band, they're not necessarily like explicitly Christian, Christian songs, just kind of a rock band. They're actually 
very explicit. If you listen to their songs, they say a lot of choice words, so just be aware of that depending on what you prefer in music. But their messages in most of their songs are very Christian at, at its core. And doing what we do, I was like, this would be great. And then I remember last time when we were kind of talking over the songs, you were like, oh, this would be a great follow-up to the Joker episode, which was such a dark and kind of heavy topic. Yeah, because of the progression of the album. Yeah. You know, it's kind of this journey from darkness into like this perseverance and into essentially light by right. the end of the album. And so I've, I've just picked, I think, five or six songs, maybe it's six, that uh, I think tell the story in in order. It's yeah. not quite about order, but yeah, so going off of what you just said, the name of the album in itself, which is the name of a song, but it's not one we're going to talk about, is Go Forth in Lightness. And I think that in itself is already like what you were saying, like it's kind of this darkness and this light. And he's saying, you know, walk forth in, in that light. Mm-hmm. And lightness could mean light as a feather, you know, and usually kind of we're, we're at peace or we're not carrying too much of a burden or allowing God to carry that. We can feel lighter or lightness in the sense of light versus dark, which we know like God is like the light of the earth and like we can share that light. And if we walk towards it, then we can become closer to Christ. Right. So that's a general idea. But the first song is going to be, what can I do if the fire goes out? And this isn't the first song on the album, but kind of the first one I think that kind of paints a picture because he's asking some questions. And it kind of starts with the lyrics like, this is the sound of a soul in tune to the selfish desire for a soulmate who, it's a selfish desire for a soul untamed, that definitive cry in the present age. And then he starts saying like, do I throw the clothes in the fire? Do I throw my hopes in the fire? Do those things grow in the fire or just burn to keep me complaint? Can you still show me a way? Can you still show me a life? Because I was only a kid when I felt you tossed me aside. What can I do if the fire goes out? Because I don't know if I can live without. Hmm. And that's kind of like the first half of that song. It's a real short song. But uh, what what can you notice he's kind of like struggling with or anything stand out lyrically or... Yeah, it seems like a relationship that kind of he feels thrown to the side. As far as the fire itself, I don't know what he's trying to show okay. there. Is that like the fire of love? I don't know. It's kind of tricky. Or is it the fire that's destroying the relationship? The first part makes it seem like the fire that's like a destroying fire, mm-hmm. you know, almost like a hellish fire. Right. But then when the question, what do I, what can I do if the fire goes out, makes you think of like the love and the passion. Exactly. And so I wonder if he's playing off of both the things there. Which is why I think he's asking, like, what happens if I throw these things in that fire? Because maybe it's seeming more like a destructive fire to him right now. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it is this fire of love. He just kind of like the last episode just can't like see it or feel it or notice it. Yeah. I can't help but kind of jump to like the fire as Holy Spirit, though, right. too. So asking those same questions, like what happens if I if I go all in? Is this just something to kind of keep me satisfied temporarily or is it something that's like a way of life right and even says that can you still show me the way can you still show me a life yeah and then he talks about feeling tossed aside i know you haven't gotten to this part yet but the very next line says i want a taste to see if the lord is good so i mean that's one of the few explicitly christian lyrics but we see kind of this tie into to god there as well so yeah that was yep, the next part which is really the only other new part to the song is I want to taste to see if the Lord is good. I want to know if I'm hurt or if I'm understood. See if the selfish desires some stupid thing or heaven desires something deep within. Mm. And so he's just kind of trying to figure out where his desires align with this God or this heaven or this love that he's been talked about. But it's kind of like a, a battle between faith and reason and, and where I guess where it seems like he's at in his life. He just can't see it or feel it or notice it. He's clinging for something. Yeah. This combined with the feeling tossed aside line makes me think that he's, uh, he's feeling like, like we we're talking about last week, that, that isolation, he's feeling alone and he just doesn't know where to go. And going back to the line on burn just to keep me compliant. Is he, feeling like he's just doing this to go through the motions to do what is expected of him. Right. And I think that's something that most, if not all of us can feel like we've done at some point in our lives. Yeah. And so just kind of, he, to me, it seems like he feels really lost and just really confused and wanting to know some kind of direction. Yeah. That's what I got. 
and so pretty much the rest of the song just kind of repeats those questions about the fire and then that last line what what will happen if the fire goes out and this next song i think kind of portrays one image of what could happen this is kind of the first song i heard that i really got me hooked on them and was like we need to do a podcast this is um, one of my favorites too and it's called achilles come down which achilles in greek mythology it was a great hero mm-hmm. someone who was impenetrable couldn't be hurt except the achilles heel the heel like this very small vulnerable dumb like weird part of the body mm-hmm. that when struck like shattered him and I think that's very important to this song because it's just like we all have some kind of ugly... have our Achilles. Yeah, we all have some kind of weakness. And so this song basically is a story about someone on the roof of something mm. contemplating his, his life. Sure. And you hear it from two perspectives. So there's one, the person singing is talking to Achilles and he's saying, Achilles, come down, won't you get off up that roof? You're scaring us and all of us. Some of us love you. Achilles, it's not much, but there's proof. And so he's mm-hmm. trying to like convince him like the love that the person was couldn't see or feel like it, maybe it's not enough, but I can prove you that we do love you. Right. You're you crazy cosmonaut. Remember your virtue. Redemption lies plainly in truth. Mm. I think we can stop there because I think that's a pretty big line. Yeah, that is. I love the comparison to Achilles. We have kind of this idea of pride with that too. So my first thought when I first saw the title, Achilles Come Down, was Achilles was very prideful because he was mm-hmm. impenetrable. Yes. And so pride come down, like let go of this pride. Right. Be humble. Um, yeah, exactly. And I don't think that's exactly what the lyrics are trying to get to, but I think there's something to that as well. Definitely. But going off of what you're talking about here, this person trying to express love to this person who's contemplating taking their life, and then remember your virtue. Redemption lies plainly in truth. I think that's very christian of of a line especially if we look at christ as the light and the truth right yeah so redemption lies plainly in in christ and then remember your virtue virtue are those good habits that we manifest in our life and the ways that we exemplify christ right so remember the ways you exemplify christ redemption lies plainly in him i think that's kind of what i'm seeing there and then and then he starts to even like change the way he's saying is like just just humor us, Achilles. Won't you come down and get off that roof? Like, mm-hmm. not even for your sake now, but just for just just for our sake. See what and let's just see what happens. Yeah, where where you go, I'm going. So jump, and I'm jumping. Since there is no me without you, and I think this verse is when we kind of realize that kind of seems more like this is a conversation from God, mm. because, I mean, it could be a loved one. Is this still the same? perspective singing here or after the chorus is that someone is that the jumper this is still the that's still the singer okay yeah interesting he's just saying like if if you're gonna do this then i'm doing this too like i feel like like i said i feel like what's really happening is this is like it could be a husband and wife or something like that or a parent child and they're like if you're gone i won't have nothing and i can't i can't live without you type thing but in the lens of christ saying like I'm going to be with you. Like I exist in you. So I'm, I'm just step down and let's, let me show you how much I love you. I think that's, I don't know. I think that can be a dangerous comparison too, because like, obviously God is not dependent on, on us in any way. And so I can see what you're saying. Like the aspect of Christ exemplified through that person is gone, but like God himself. Oh no, I wasn't saying Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I I just want to, I just want to clarify. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the, the Christ exemplified through that person. And that's what you're trying to get at. Yeah. So like the virtue that we were just talking about, that virtue, that exemplification of, of God through the way that we live our life will no longer exist. And there are people in this world who need our virtue, who need our love. And if we choose not to act on that or if we choose to take our own life, there are people in the world who will never get that. And there's no one else that can take that place. Yeah. And I think that goes back to this darkness and light. Like mm-hmm. where, when there when there is virtue exemplified and there is Christ in us exemplified, there's this light. Right. And we don't see it or feel it or on this roof. Like we, there's more like darkness, it seems. You are the light of the world. <laughs> it's almost like that's straight from scripture. And then it says, kind of moving down some, it says, Loathe the way the light candles in Rome, 
but love the sweet air of the votives. Hurt and grieve, but don't suffer alone. Engage with pain as a motive. Today of all days, see how the most dangerous thing is to love. And I don't have what's after that. Would you have that? How you will heal and you'll rise above. I wonder if this is a direct shot at Catholicism. Because <laughs> loathe the way they light candles in Rome. I mean, obviously, Rome is kind of the center of the Catholic Church. Right. But love the sweet air of the votives. So the votive candle. Mm-hmm. This whole thing seems kind of like a don't like where it's coming from, but like what they're trying to do kind of thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hurt and grieve, but don't suffer alone. Engage with the pains as a motive. Yeah, I think this is saying like the suffering that you're going through, use that as motivation to, yes, grieve, realize like this pain is real, but use it as motivation to to grow, to see, and to use that to love. Right. Because that's where it's getting to at the end. Today of all days, see how the most dangerous thing is to love. How will you heal and you'll rise above. Right, because you know people think love is this fluffy, beautiful word. Thanks, Disney. But when you do <laughs> choose love... It hurts. Then it's going to hurt, and then you're going to have to move on from that hurt. Right. And, yeah. But use that as motivation to, to grow, to heal, and to, to love even better. Right. Exactly. And then in this last half, or this last really big part, we start hearing, and throughout the song you hear like, I think it's Italian. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe from what I read that Italian is like the voices in Achilles' head telling him to jump. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what exactly, so mm-hmm. don't take me off my word for that. But we do hear in this later part another voice. And it's saying, Achilles, 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 jump now. You are absent of cause or excuse. So self-indulgent and self-referential, no audience could ever want you. You crave the applause. You hate the attention then miss it. Your act is a ruse. It's empty, Achilles. So end it all now. It's a pointless resistance for you. Do you know if it was Italian or Latin? I don't. Interesting. Because a lot of the times, I mean, you'll even see this in movies and stuff, demons or Satan himself, when they're possessing someone, will communicate in Latin. Latin or different languages, not always Latin, but languages that the human should not know or be right. able to speak and so i think that could be a kind of comparison here because these are obviously lies that are trying to get this person to take their own life right so even telling him that in in doing this like it's not even going to be noticed mm-hmm. like if you're doing this just to finally be noticed in your life this isn't even going to do it but you should do it anyways yeah and then the person once again rebuttals and say just put the bottle down don't listen to what you've consumed it's chaos confusion and wholly unworthy of feeding, and it's wholly untrue. You may feel no purpose, nor a point of of existing. It's all just conjecture and gloom, and there may not be meaning, so find one and seize it. Do not waste yourself on this roof. Hear those bells ring deep, in the soul chiming away for a moment. Feel your breath course frankly below. See life as a worthy opponent. Mm. And then it repeats that line today of all days. Yeah. Yeah, I think this kind of opens up that comparison you had before of this person being Christ and the voice inside the head being Satan. Right. And kind of which one does Achilles listen to? He's saying, don't listen to these lies. Don't listen to what they're saying to you because they're not, they're not true. Even though you don't feel any purpose or a reason for your existence, kind of like we were talking about last week. Right. It's, it's all just conjecture. Right. It's all just this gloom that's waiting over you, but it's not true. And even though there doesn't seem like there's a meaning find one and cling to that and right. just don't don't waste your life but i think earlier when he said put the bottle down i think it's important to they're painting a picture of where you find that meaning in life mm. mm-hmm. you know vices versus virtues right and it's like you know that vice you found trying to find found meaning in is now feeding and helping feed these lies right but if you find meaning somewhere somewhere small and seize it then you have this meaning where right now you don't seem like you have meaning. Yeah, and you find the meaning in the lightness, right? Right. And then lastly... This is a long song. It is a long song. The two voices are fighting over each other. You want the acclaim, the mother of mothers, and then it's not worth it, Achilles. More poignant than fame or taste of another, don't listen, Achilles. So the it's not worth it was the one, the don't listen was the other. Calls them out. 
<laughs> and then it says you're worth more than Achilles. You're worth more Achilles. You would say it would not be more than a rat. You're, you would not be more than a rat in the gutter, but you're so much more than a rat. Oops. You want my opinion? No one asked your opinion. You want my opinion? You've got. You've asked for my counsel. No one asked for your thoughts. I gave you my thoughts. Be done this now. And you hear this in the song. They're actually speaking like over each other until at the very end it says, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. And both of them are saying it at the same time. They're like, can you hear me, Achilles? Like, can you hear me? I'm talking to you. Okay. And then it closes kind of with that. How the most dangerous thing is to love how you will heal and rise above crowned by an overture bold and beyond. It's more courageous to overcome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's, pretty straightforward if, if you look at the the lyrics but it's just this battle over trying to convince achilles like from the perspective of the god character like you were worth it right. don't listen to these lies please stay focused on me it's like our episode aim small miss small yeah you know you stay focused on on the good and then you don't get distracted by these other things as much whereas the satan character is trying to draw his attention away like come look at me you're you're not worth it you're a rat you are a dense mother effer is what it says and just all these really dark evil things lies that it's saying yeah you asked for my counsel no one asked for your thoughts yeah they're just like fighting over a soul yeah and one person's just trying to one side's just trying to deteriorate that soul to nothingness and the other one's trying to be like that's not who you are like mm-hmm. seek that truth from the first song right yeah and i think one thing to keep in mind is like even though this is it's obviously just a song. Right. He, like, Christ fights for us. Yes. And his angels fight for us every day. We don't realize it, but, like, there's this constant battle going on for our soul that we just take for granted. Yeah, and I think one of the things this song does well is to portray the way that they battle. Yes, it's 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 fierce, but one of the things that this song points out is, like, Christ is battling from love, whereas... Obviously, Satan is battling from insults and lies and attacking of your identity and stuff like that. Right. Which is something Christ Christ would never do. Yeah. And then we'll move into this next song, which is my favorite song by them so far. And it's called Do Not Let Your Spirit Wane. Mm-hmm. Already got this idea of the spirit and waning, meaning like dissipate, become lighter. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to read, I'm going to skip the chorus for now and just read this story. And it's kind of long, but he's painting this picture. And he says, I have this dream. It comes like twice in a week. It's been so for years and years on repeat. And since then, I have not had a full night's sleep. I live with this girl and our kid. I'm as happy as a pig. It's a postcard and I'm settled. A pirate no more. A gypsy at most with no mortgage. It's boring, but in the most exquisite of ways. No carcinogenic and humdrum malice. It's strange. And all the things that I've run from are things that completeness could come from. So, anyways, we're happy and impossibly so. It's earth and it's heaven, all simpatico. Floorboards laid out and the walls painted white. My dream self and I like the same things. They're all set to leave and I kiss them goodbye. They go in their groceries or something and I'm drinking alone in the basement and pray and I'm not hallucinating. I'm in love and I'm careful to mostly reserved and this dream is a life and I don't think I deserve. My girl and our kid are impossibly bright, and I'm just drunk in our basement. See a car, see my girl, and look at our kid approaching the corner with rain in a skid, then a phone call to me from the ICU ward. Sir, I'm sorry to say this. I'm walking alone to the hospital door. I'd either bodies collapse to the floor, numb and relentless and broken. Then I wake up the very next moment. Mm-hmm. And so he's telling this dream that he keeps having, where it's like a simple life of husband, wife, and child, and he says it's extraordinary or it's ordinary in the most exquisite of ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm in love and it's simple and it's not what I have or want now, but it's perfect. And I think that's really important with this like idea of our faith is in the ordinary and like where where we love is in the ordinary. You know, sure. St. Mother Teresa says, you know, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Cherishing the small things. Yes. One thing I do think is dangerous in this one is um, in the last song we talked about cling to virtue and not to vice. Yeah. And finding like the, that thing to cling to. In this song, he's clinging to this idea of like these good things, which is his family and like just the simple things that you're talking about. But 
to not let those things be the only thing we cling to Mm -hmm. because they're temporary. And I think it even talks about that at one point. It was like, yeah, it says, it's strange. All the things that I've run from are the things that completeness could come from. Yeah. And it's kind of just like, you you don't want to run from the things that are actually going to complete you. Right. And I think he's talking about how this life, this family, this being a father, all those small things are what would complete him. And that's a really, really dangerous thought because none of those things can actually complete us. That's true. I also think, though, with what's happening is because he's telling this story and you see like he is in this family and it's beautiful. But after after they leave, what is he doing alone? He's he's drinking, he's holding on to these other vices and he's not really he doesn't really he doesn't really say it. but He doesn't really seem like the best version of himself. Mm-hmm. And when we get we'll go we can jump into the course now but he's i think he's talking about like giving more because in the end or in the end of this dream he loses them and it's kind of just like you know did he do enough for them did was he was he a good husband was he a good father because they they were the world to him and they they were everything for him but was he everything to them mm-hmm. and i think there's something to that but in the course it says do not let this thing go to waste Do not let your heart be dismayed, for it's here by some random disclosure of grace for some vascular great thing. Do not let this thing go to waste, the pain and the beauty so strange. Do not let your spirit wane. I think in this sense of that story, it's not really the family, like don't let the family, but like this life. Mm. Don't Mm. let this life you have go to waste. Give it your all. Don't waste it by drinking alone in your basement when they're not around or being different in the dark than in the light type thing because it's here by some random dismay of grace like you might question why do i have this well it's grace so don't don't let your spirit wane over time just because it's an ordinary life or just because you're not perfect all the time or they're not perfect all the time this is a gift mm-hmm. live it right and i think that's essentially the, the song the song yeah and then you wanted to talk on perseverance yeah i mean this is just one of the songs that kind of stood out to me i honestly haven't really jumped into the lyrics that much but uh let's try it yeah i haven't really looked at this song too much either but this is just one that like when i was listening to the album like really stood out to me and i listened to it a lot yeah okay so it says i never got to kiss your head m i think that's a name and the call came the week i got divorced i thought i had a real understanding then of loss but i didn't know a thing until you were gone and i'm tired of trying to find some sort of meaning meaningful thing and making sense of such unspeakable loss. But as I'm staring at your folks, the sweetest people I know, I get a glimpse of what is to be so strong, just holding hands and sobbing with sunglasses on. Because nothing tuned me in to absurdly as fast as a gravestone with the name of a baby that has passed. I used to want to be important, now I just want to be alive. And without fear, you got to persevere. Maybe that's a good place to stop. Well, yeah, just want to be important. Now I just want to be alive and without fear, you've got to persevere. It's really just like you lose those that are closest to you and trying to figure out how to cope with that. And Mm. yeah, I I think this is him trying to figure out what to do and then seeing the, I guess it'd be the in-laws. Yeah. And seeing how strong they are giving him courage. Right. But at the same time, like he's clinging to their hands and crying and he's wearing sunglasses so no one knows that he's crying because nothing tuned me into absurdity as fast as gravestone with the name of a baby that has passed yeah that's real i'm gonna kind of want to jump into this next part too because i think it's huge but it says i couldn't count the times i've ragged on heaven as an opiate invented by the weak it's an argument i hate because i'm content to love the fates but it comes up a lot with m's dad and me so I'm a, shotgun in, I'm a shotgun in the car, and we're just talking. And predictably, the talking turns to God. So I throw him 40 lines, how I don't think he exists. And he just smiles and takes a dignified pause and says it's okay to feel unbelievably lost. Mm. But God is full of grace, and his faithfulness is vast. And there's a safety in the moments when the crap has hit the fan. Not some vindictive person, <laughs> nor his terrible job. What words to hear? And I'm a mess by now. Let me go back to the chorus. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, including us at different points in our life, have yeah. 
have felt this, you know, there's just like so much, so much loss, so much hurt, and you don't know what to do. And so you turn on God and I love the line. So I throw him 40 lines, how I don't think he exists. It's the whole, if God exists, then this wouldn't be happening to me. Right. Kind of mentality, which, which we've addressed on here mm-hmm. many, many times. I, I think that's a very <laughs> relatable thing, especially it sounds like he's lost his child and he's just been divorced and like he's got all this stuff going on in his life. I think what's powerful in this song is I feel like M is his ex-wife because it says M's dad is who he's talking to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it's his child, it, he would be that dad. So it couldn't be the child. And so he's hanging out with his ex-wife's family who's mm-hmm. even in like the situation is grieved, like they're grieving with him. And I imagine the divorce comes from this loss of the child is what I'm assuming something like that. And oh, well, it said the news came after the, okay. the divorce. Then then it wasn't. But, And then he's the one that says it's okay to be unbelievably lost. Yeah. Like in this moment, this dad, his father-in-law, is being Christ to him. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's fine to feel this way. Please tell me how you feel. Please, it's okay that you don't believe right now. Like Because like you said, we've all been there. Right. But understand that like God, has, God, is, God is love and God is faithful. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things he's recognizing is that his in-laws, including the father, from earlier on seeing them suffer but be strong in that, what he's seeing is the hope of Christians. We suffer and hurt just as much when we lose family members, but we can also have hope that there's something more beyond because if if there's not, then that's devastating. Then those people are actually gone forever. Right. And he does point out in here the opiate invented by the weak you know that's something that people say christianity is just or religion in general is just this opiate to make us feel better right so we have something when we leave and he's saying i've i've said this i can't even count how many times i've said that but now i'm recognizing that's not true as he's having this conversation with the dad and like you said i love the dad's response it's okay to feel unbelievably lost but god is full of grace and his faithfulness is vast and there is safety in those moments where things are going crazy. Yeah. And he's he's not here to hurt you. He is good at his job. And I'm a mess by now. <laughs> I wonder how true this is. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. A lot of the songs are about things I know, according to what he said at the concert. Mm-hmm. This next song is one of Chris's favorite songs, actually, because he, he also loves his band. And it's called The Heart is a Muscle. It's true. Yeah. And, I mean, based on what we've experienced so far through these songs... I think you kind of get the sense of like what they're talking about in the sense of like with heartache and joy and suffering, you're going to stretch. Muscles need to be stretched. Your heart. And it hurts. And it's yeah. going to hurt. It's going to be sore. And it says, so it starts, break me off a piece of that and mix it in with a little wine with someone warm and smart, I guess, with a heart in first and a soul behind. And I won't give in because I want to try. There will be no years of silence in the shadow of regret. I won't let it betray me, though my soul got used to it. I will look at love as more than just an instrument of pain, and I'll give myself completely to the moving and the strange, because I want to overcome and try to love someone. I'm not looking for redemption or some shallow kind of bliss. Let me lay down. Let me lay me down and kiss me deeply. Show me everything I've missed. I haven't had enough, and I want to love someone. So far, this is all just talking about how he wants to move beyond the suffering. I mean, it keeps saying here. I want to try again. I want to overcome. I want to love someone or at least try to love someone. Right. And it's saying, I don't want to spend my time sitting in this regret, sitting here and just letting this darkness overcome me. Show me what I've missed. Right. I I want to, I've gone through all this stuff. I've even been up on a roof and contemplated things, Mm -hmm. but I want to start over. Yeah. And I, I want to start over. I want to start over with love, even if it's just an attempt and I fail. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where the chorus comes in because the heart, the heart, the heart is a muscle, and I want to make it strong. The heart, the heart, the heart is a muscle. I want to make it strong, and it's that attempt of one step at a time. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of that idea of when we ask God for patience. He's going to give us situations where it forces us to be patient and grow. He's not going to just like magic dust. Oh, you're patient now. He's going. It's that building of virtue that we talked about earlier on in the song or in the album. 
And it's the same thing what he's trying to say here now. I want to love. But in order to love well, I need to go through these situations where I'm challenged to love. And they're not going to be easy. And so this idea of the heart as a muscle and I want to make it strong, he wants to exercise love. Right. In whatever fashion that, that comes. Yeah. And that's a huge realization, I think. And that takes a lot of grace to be able to come to this point. A lot of that actual grace, you know? Right. And the perseverance that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, for sure. Like, because if you, if you could say this and then immediately get your heart, like, destroyed. Torn, yeah. And then you're like, nope, I'm done. This was dumb. Or you can persevere and try again and strengthen the heart. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we almost could have started with this song. No, I think this is a good place for it. Yeah. Uh, then we jump into this last song, and it is the actual last song to the album. Mm-hmm. And it's simply put, say yes to life. Say yes to the dress. Say yes to life. Okay. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> and it says, there's a sadness in the heart. Now the imitation zone. Don't forget about your brothers if you go at it alone. And I can almost take a whole life to disclose how I feel about the now but can't give you an insightful conclusion. So if time is predicted on abstractions and a void, do not subjugate yourself, catapulting to the noise. Capitulating. Thank you. Capitulating (laughs) to the noise. And if I could reach out through the screen and give you something to believe in, I would. But I'm with you and amongst the confusion. It's okay, don't fear. Go be a part of the new sincere. Don't let your heart go stuff enslaved to femria i don't know even know what that means dang these guys use a lot of big words they do use a lot of big words but he's kind of talking about like so far the sadness of the heart and if you're going to try to go go through this sadness or this life alone don't forget about your brothers kind of goes back to like there's i guess the story of like his uh his his in-laws there are people that'll help you if you're going to go it alone and if all this stuff is like avoid to you or seems predicted or just noise i wish i could just reach through this device listening to this song grab you and shake you to tell you like something different Mm -hmm. because i've learned that i just looked up what ephemera yeah is so it is things that are temporary so things that you can only enjoy enjoy for a short period of time okay so So looking at that that makes a lot of sense it's okay don't fear go be part of the new sincere do not let your heart go to stuff enslaved to ephemera. So don't abandon your heart to these things that are going to be temporary enjoyments, basically. Yeah. And I think that, that kind of goes along with the next part. Our childhood is a memory. Something's, you know, of the past and temporary. Still mm-hmm. ascend high in dreams. So still dream big. And I'm suspending what I held for preconceptions of my being. I only say this to affirm our time is short, but we've will to carry on, transcend with our scars and contusions. I really love that last line. Yeah, I think that kind of goes off what we were talking about in the last song with the, the heart is a muscle, right. where take your scars and your contusions, your, take your injuries, your, your marks, your battle scars from the experiences that you've had in life and your hurts, and transcend, go above. Whenever we talk about transcendence in the faith, we talk about things that draw us closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the three transcendentals, you know, that we talk about all the time, the good, true, and beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Those are all things that exemplify and bring us closer to Christ. And so I think what they're trying to get at here is take your scars, take your contusions, take your experiences that have hurt you, and allow them to bring you closer to the one that made you. Yeah. And then kind of near the end, it says, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but it says, you want to feel absolved tonight? I've heard what you're saying. It's okay to not be so all right. But don't be alone. Did I tell you that I spent most of my sister's wedding stoned? Say what you want with blood and bone and stick a finger in their faces when they say you're overblown. Say yes to sun. Say yes to pain. Say yes to sticking with a city through a thousand days of rain. Say yes to grace. Say no to spite. Say yes to this. Say yes to you. Say yes to me. Say yes to love. Say yes to life. Yeah, I think that goes back to don't, don't do it alone. Yeah, say yes to say yes to sun light. Yeah, and Christ is the sun. Right. To uh, that's why we have him during adoration on the the monstrance. The monstrance is a sun 
to exemplify how Christ radiates. Say yes to the pain because it brings us closer to him. Say yes to sticking with a city through a thousand days of rain. Well, that goes back to like suffering, suffering. Right. And don't just leave because it's hard. Say yes to grace. Grace is that gift that we were talking about before the gift of Christ or God to, to us say no to spite. So don't turn to hate like he did earlier on. In or the, the lies and the spite mm-hmm. that might be on, like against you. Yeah. Say yes to this. Say yes to you. Say yes to me. Say yes to love. Say yes to life. And I think that's really just going back to what we were talking about, where it talks about enjoying what is given to you and living there and just counting those blessings, basically. Yeah. And I think the going back to the beginning of just like this idea of like what happens when the when the fire fades, like what do I do? Or even mm-hmm. last week's episode, we kind of talked about like what is there to do in kind of cards that are dealt this way sometimes. And I think what he's saying here in this song isn't to love to go do something he's saying just start by saying yes to it mm-hmm. if you start just by saying yes to love and yes to life then you can t- kind of try to choose choices and small like minutes and moments that are in agreement with that yes yeah like, yeah and i mean people will even say like basically the way that we pursue our vocation this is like a discernment thing is to say yes in the moments of our life so when Christ is calling us to do something small, just say yes there. And eventually that'll lead us to what we're supposed to be doing. Right. And I think it's kind of the same concept there. Yeah. With that. Challenges. Challenges. Oh, man. Well, I mean, even just that right there, being able to say yes to. Yeah. I have a. Yeah. To something or to life or to like something God's saying. Yeah. So maybe, gosh, I feel like we do this all the time, but. <laughs> We're going to challenge you guys to reflect on your life a little bit. Look at it and see where Christ is calling you in the small things. Not necessarily something big like a job or a vocation or something like that, but just a small calling, a very temporary, small, small, small V vocation. Figure out what he's trying to tell you to do throughout your day, even. Like, how is he calling you to love? Is there someone at work who really just needs you? And maybe it's just to say hi to them. Maybe it's to sit next to them at lunch if you're in school or something, you know, something small like that. Maybe you always see this one woman on the side of the street when you're driving to work and maybe Christ is calling you to stop and just talk to her. I don't know what it is, but that was kind of a challenge I had too. essentially was basically like the in-laws, like who in your life, maybe right now, or who have you encountered who's kind of like come to you in need? for help mm. maybe it's probably this is probably a little different some of the people you were talk, mentioning with someone that's come and like unloaded or like kind of said what they're at and just kind of with that same response of the in-laws like it's okay to feel where you're at and to probably doubt a lot or like this is just really hard but then having given that reminder but god is has grace mm. and he's faithful like his faithfulness is vast and like remind him of how good god is just because I think sometimes we want to say that, but we're like, that's not going to help. Or like, that's, they, they don't want to hear that right now because it's just a bunch of baloney. Yeah. But like, we do need to say, like, it's okay. And I understand this is like, you're not going to like digest this right now, but I need to remind you that God's faithfulness is so vast. Right. And be bold in that. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of just like the, the question, if someone looks at us, do they see the same thing that he sees in the, in the in-laws? Because as Christians, like, we should be radiating that kind of thing. And right. you made fun of me last week for saying this with the whatever, whatever song it, it was, you know, I left it in, I left it in because it was funny. This week I was coming home from work and it was just a long day and I was super grumpy and it was probably like 10 o'clock by the time I was coming home and I was stopped at a, an intersection and I looked over to the car next to me as I always do. Cause what else to, do you do at intersections? Right. And the lady next to me was just jamming out to a song. And she was just like smiling, like having so much fun. And I literally like put my window down. I was like trying to hear what song she's like jamming out to. Like, what is she listening to that's making her so happy right now? I was like, dang it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with Christ. Right. (laughs) Like I should be living a life where people want to put the window down and like see what I'm, see what I'm talking about. And yet all day in ministry, I was just grumpy and frustrated and it's like man so yeah that's 
I think kind of going off that challenge yeah. too. Like how, how are you living that, uh, that life like the in-laws? And then lastly, my last challenge is maybe you're that person where you've gone to someone and, and you're hurting or in this place. Well, my challenge is to remember that the heart is a muscle mm. and to try to love again, to step, take a step and to persevere in that. Whether that means going to someone, if you haven't, or just like standing up, dusting yourself off and taking one step and just leaning on Christ in that. Yeah. And, and remembering throughout this album, he talks about clinging to his brothers too. Right. And how they brought, like helped him get back to that place too. So find your brothers, find your sisters, make sure you have that community to fall back on. Yeah. That's it. Any shout outs? Uh, I can shout out Chris in this one because this is like he's obsessed with this, most a lot of Australian bands right now. Um, <laughs> That's so random. Okay, I know it's just been listening to Australian pop punk. You should no. check out Emma Fred. <laughs> That's about it. Okay, I I have one, so I want to give a shout out to Taylor Stroll. So he's been uh, just doing a lot on our social media and and helping us out there and stuff. So, and he's going to be coming on the show next week right we're gonna be having an interview with him on so make sure you tune in for that taylor's awesome he is the host of forte catholic and speaker worship leader Mm -hmm. missionary does a lot of good stuff so super excited for that shout out to taylor and if you guys want to stay post uh, stay up to date on all that stuff follow us on again twitter at on the adventure 2 and facebook the christian culture don't forget to follow like subscribe all that stuff help us reach more people and Please let us know what you guys think. You can comment on any of our stuff. It's, we, we want this to, to be a discussion, so feel free to reach out. Definitely. Otherwise, thank you guys for joining us on the venture, and we will see you next time. Bye. podcast has ended. Go forth in lightness.